This week on Nintendo Main, got a bunch of new games I want to talk about. I'm going to save me a frog. I'm 85 hours in. Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 154. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Demon Slayer Johnson. I'm Jeremet Mikowski. I'm John Needs a New Game Knitter. You do, always. That could be your mm-hmm. name every week. Well, there's a lot of stuff that we that we got that we did that we can talk about, so we have that. And this is your place, your number ten place for Nintendo news on the internet. <laughs> ten is a Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. Yes. It's in the name. And uh, we're streaming this live again, so if anybody's watching, you can, like, ask us questions or something. Or just tell us to shut up, which we won't, because, we know, this is our show. But we will make note of your comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll write it down and talk about it next week. All right, so uh, let's do what we normally do every week and talk about what we've been playing. I know that Jeremy got a little something that I didn't think he would get. Do you want to talk about something. that? You get? If you if you listen to the last episode, I did say I, there was a good chance I was going to get it. Oh, did in you? In fact, listening to the episode of the podcast is what convinced me to get it because I was like, "Yeah, I sounded like I wanted it there too." Did you get the second? This isn't completely. This isn't completely impulse. No, you wanted to. I got uh, a. <laughs> I finally supported the uh, the switch tax in a big way. Well, I did that with Mario Kart first. You did, yeah. But I, mm-hmm. but I already had that game on the Wii U, but I've never played what i bought which is super mario U. yeah nice yeah wait. i've never played it before i was playing a uh, new super mario brothers on my wii u because i downloaded that for the cl- uh, virtual console mm-hmm. i'm like you know i didn't even really like yeah sure it's been mentioned many times probably but i didn't really put it together in my head that i could play through it like i played through that first one that i loved so much so mm-hmm. yeah i can play it portable so i'm like well hey I've never played the game before. It's portable. Take my money, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, pay $60 for a, what, seven-year-old game? It's yeah. a, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good game, but. so I'm having a lot of fun with it so far. I like it. Yeah, how far have you gotten in it? Uh, I'm about to beat the second world. I'm on the end of the, at the uh, castle in the second world, so. Okay. I'm not super far into it. Um, there's definitely some, like, difficult parts in the game, I noticed. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not just a walk in the park, so to speak. Uh, no, I don't it's, think it's yeah. difficult. I don't think it's overly easy by any chance. Like, I so don't I think, think I might actually be playing it for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, will I get sixty hours out of it? Maybe not, but you might. The Super Luigi U is also supposedly really cool. Yeah, have you tried any of Luigi U yet? Have you bounced? No, over I, that? I figured I'd at least try to play through most of the levels that way, in case it's got levels I haven't seen yet. I don't want to. Oh, okay. See I don't think they're not really. They're not like the same thing. It's just Luigi's levels are really hard because whenever you start them, you hear that music, you know, right? When it starts, it goes. Yeah, so it always starts with like less than an less than a minute left or whatever. So you're always you always have to speed through it. Yeah, 
but it's but it also is i mean it's tailor made to luigi's higher jump also so like the so it's different it's completely different and he's got like more of a like he's slippery right yeah yeah he's he doesn't stop as quickly but i think mostly the the jumps are way higher because they you know make it like cater it to the way he the way he jumps he's got a bit of a float to his jumps too Mm -hmm. Have you found? Yeah, like, I'll play it eventually. I'm sure you've. I, I think it's pretty early. Like you already got like the uh, squirrel suit. Is that what it's called? What are the thing yeah, you have a, where you like jump again? Level. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you probably. I don't know uh, how I feel about the squirrel suit. I mean, it's interesting. It's kind of like it's like a limited version of the cape. Just like mm-hmm. when they brought the Tanuki suit back for was that 3D World? Yeah. Yeah. That it was like it was a limited version of the Tanuki suit. You couldn't actually fly anymore, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what that's how I feel about the. The flying squirrel, it just feels like the cape, but with a lot less functionality. Yeah, I think maybe they they maybe they did that because of like the multiplayer aspect, like maybe it'd be yeah. more difficult for like four people to fly at once or whatever. No, I get it, and I mean I'm play I'm not playing the game in that regard, but yeah. I might you know if somebody ever wants to play with me, if I've got it with me, I might try the two player mode at some point. Yeah, I thought but. that maybe I thought maybe you would break into some. Maybe part of it was for the multiplayer because I know you were looking for two-player games and all that. I hadn't really thought of it. I just yeah. it's some the only Mario game I don't own now. Well, mainline I guess is the uh, is the one for the Wii, the original Wii. Okay. So I just was kind of like, well, I like the Mario games. I know I'm gonna like this. I'll probably play it a lot more in portable mode. Mm. It'll probably be one of my travel games. It kind of not gonna like rush through it. I'm just gonna play it whenever mm. I feel like it. It kind of reminds me a lot of like Super Mario World, I think that game does, because you have all the different Koopas that you play like for every level. You know, they're all different and all that. And mm-hmm. also, there's a world that's kind of like that reminds me of like the of the mystery forest or whatever that has like different exits and all that. There's a level that reminds me of that, like where if you don't do cool. it the right way, you'll you know you won't progress and all that. And I feel like that was when it started getting pretty hard, like once you got to that area. It's a really so, good looking game too. Like I know yeah. it's a seven year old game, but you know they probably overhauled the visuals a little bit or upscaled it or something. It mm-hmm. it looks really nice, but I mean it looked great when it came out. But I will say one thing that's like been kind of weird for me, and I didn't even consider this before I played it. But I'll be playing it, and I get these weird deja vu feelings while I'm playing it. And it's not just because it's a Mario game, <laughs> you know. Don't get me wrong, because of course it's going to be similar to other games. But um, it's that it's because of Mario Maker, because of all the levels I've played oh, in yeah, Mario yeah. Maker. That are in that engine when you when you choose the the sure. the Wii version of the of the sprites, it's based on the Wii U game, mm-hmm. the game that I just bought yeah. that I never played before. So the music's the same, the the way the characters move around, the physics is the same and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of a that was kind of weird for me. I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, what? Why 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 does this feel familiar? And then I was like, oh yeah, I've played, I've sort of played a truncated version of this game mm-hmm. already. Yeah, except that it, it it can't do all of the crazy stuff that you know that the game does right. in that. Like there's there's some pretty unique levels that can't be done in Mario Maker, but it's very much you're right. Like the art style is the same and all that, so it should. And feel... the music, I think the music is the part that was the most unsettling. And yeah, I don't think they've changed. Eventually, the music, I was really. like, hey, it's cool. Like I do like this music, but yeah, playing a new game, I didn't expect to hear songs that I've heard hundreds of times before in the background. Do the do the bad guys still dance in there? Yeah, or is it only uh, in the and first the power one? ups do the same thing? They do like a little they jump, little bounce. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, because I always thought that was funny. I think John was the one, the first one to show me that that they danced. It's yeah, done that in all the yeah. new Super Mario games. Yeah, yeah, since yeah. the DS one. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice little thing that they throw in there. It's a nice detail. 
But yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a good game. Like, I, I think out of the new Super Mario games, it's definitely my favorite. Like, I think it's probably the best. But I had said before that I, I thought the console versions of New Super Mario Brothers were better than the handheld versions. Yeah. Like, like as good as the first one. Like, the first one was, you know, pretty cool when it came out, but it's pretty simple. Like, it's really, when it breaks down to it, there's not a whole lot of complexity to the levels. And I yeah. kind of yeah, got, when the first you one, know. When it came out, that was kind of a big deal because there was such a gap. Where there was only 3D Mario's, and yeah. it was like 2005 or something when, when the one yeah. came out on DS. By the way, I'll take every opportunity to say that it's no longer new. They shouldn't have called it new because it's now like what 14 years old or something. Yeah. But anyway, well, even the uh, new, even the deluxe one is six years old. Like I said, it came out in yeah, 2012, yeah. so that was uh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But hey, why Let not? Let this be the last of the new Super Mario Brother games. Yeah. Keep making the 2D games, but don't call it new anymore. But every time it's new, it's new, man. Don't you understand? It's, Once it's I remember released, people it's saying new. that about Mario Maker that that was going to be the end of of the new, and, and it still and it still could be because this technically is not a new game, but no. still, mm-hmm. it's like no, they're, if they if they get some sales out of this, which I think they are, it's already outsold at least initially what it, what the Wii U did in the same space of time. Yeah, which, I don't no surprise yeah. bigger install base and stuff, but if if enough people bite, it's coming back. Mm-hmm. There's going to be new. Super Mario Brothers Switch, or whatever they want to call it. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, what about, like, uh, Odyssey like and, and Breath of the Wild, where they kind of, like, were breaking down, like, the old games, sort of. Like, maybe they're not going to do that. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if they're going to mess with their traditional side-scrolling Mario. I mean, that's but what if they did, print, what if printed they... money for them or gold coins for them. Since like, yeah. Maybe the more profitable thing would be to do Mario Maker, but then release, have Nintendo release official levels as DLC. Yeah, I meant it. I, I mean, I would like to see them go back to like the Super Mario World art style or like do some sort of like do something like Yoshi where you do some sort of crazy art style with a Mario game. We, they should make it like hand drawn or something like that, like that Wario game on Wii that was great. Yeah. The Wario Land Shake It, you know. Yeah, try something new. I yeah. would rather see them do I mean, something like that, like go back to try to make it kind of more like Wario, like Mario World, but like more mm-hmm. hand drawn and more like, you know, super HD colorful i want more secrets like i haven't found any secret like anything really cool it's a secret mm. in the wii the wii u version like yeah. sure there. you'll find like little areas where you get a bunch of coins but i'm talking like secret exits that lead you to secret levels mm. and things like that i don't know if they're in there but i haven't found anything like that there's a i know there's shortcuts like you can find uh you can find pipes that take you to cannons that, that blow you oh, to okay. places farther in the game. I know there's Warp that. Zones. Yeah, that was in. Um, that was also in the Wii one as well. In the new Super and in Mario the very Brothers. first one. Well, yeah. It, well, you mean in Super Mario Brothers on NES? Well, n- no, not cannons. I, I guess if I was being sarcastic, <laughs> but no, the new, the first new Super Mario Brothers had the yeah. cannons. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I thought you being I thought you being a dick and saying yeah, there are warp zones in the first game. It's like yeah, hey, no, man, I know that. If it's funny and dickish, I'll, I'll take it. I meant, I meant it's like I know, I know there's warp zones in there, man. I know they they've always been there. Have you tried Peachette yet? I have not. No. Um, I definitely want to say Jeremet though because that's fun. So what do you do? You turn into a Peach or something? Yeah, I know. There's I, it's, basically it's my face on Peach's body. It's <laughs> not pretty. You just gotta look like neck down and be like, "All right, that's fine." <laughs> yeah, just like put a wig on you or something, and you'd be you'll be Peach. Um, and I know it said in the game it says something about the uh, crown, like where it says like Luigi can't use it or something like that. Like Luigi wanted to use the crown. Oh was, yeah, I did uh-huh. see something about that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I, I've heard that. I've heard. I that, do uh, have the crown though. Mm-hmm. 
the peach what crown. So it can. So what is the crown? Does it turn you into peach? It. Yeah, it I think it only. Okay. I think only Toadette can use it though. Is what they're saying. And then they said that only she can use it. Sorry, Luigi. So okay. So I've got game. two or three of them in my inventory now, and I haven't used them, but I don't know if they're a normal power up that you get, mm. or if you, they only show up when you're Toadette. Mm. Well, you I've only still... played as Mario. You can just still because like, uh, I'm just trying to play it the most vanilla way possible right now. Oh, sure. But you, you can still like change your character, right? Like when you're starting it, yeah. like if you want to be like Luigi, you can be Luigi. Or if you want to yep. be like – because I think the original one had the two weird toads, right? Like the two random – I know like the Wii one did, but the Wii U one had like yeah, blue. I'm dying and, to be blue toad again. Blue and yellow toad. Well, yeah, so it's toad and toad heads. Yeah. Of, and then Nabbit – And then Nabbit was in the Super Luigi U, even though I think Nabbit and, and Toadette are in there now. And Nabbit is Nabbit, like, Nabbit's not a character you can play, though, right? No, you can play as Nabbit. Nabbit, Nabbit can't get killed. I've had That's to chase you play down as, Nabbit. Well, you could play as Nabbit in Luigi U. As like, oh, in Luigi U, okay. Yeah, I don't know if he's in the regular, if he's in the deluxe or not. I'm just thinking about like what was changed between the two games, you know? But yeah, no, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I really, I wish they would have like, if they, if they would have put like an online mode on there where we could like play it multiplayer, I would have considered buying it again, you know, for $60, but... Yeah, that should be a thing. That's well, I mean, Nintendo's not really good about online for stuff like that, I guess. You know, I mean, we have sort of online with the uh, Smash Brothers and Mario Kart and all that, but right. it would make sense for it. To, it would not make sense for them to have it multiplayer, right? Even though they should. I mean, that would be. I mean, that would be like. I don't know. That, I think that would be more of a good reason for asking more money. You know, is if they added something yep. like that. Like, that would give yep. you a reason to buy it again, like, if you could play your friends online with it. Because now it's just, like, Four the way player it was. Mario online? Yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why they didn't add that in the in the deluxe. And if they did, I'd consider getting it again. But they didn't, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't either. That, that would be great. Yeah. Maybe that's going to be I a feature in the, the newest one, whatever the newest one they're doing is. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Well, I hope so. They just don't, they don't really do that a whole lot. I mean, they didn't even do it with Mario Party, even though they should have, you know. So, I mean. Nope. It's just weird. But. If you're listening, Nintendo, get on that. Get to making a multiplayer Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. But is it? I mean, is it worth it for sixty bucks? I mean, are you enjoying it? So far, I'm telling myself yes. Yeah, um, I mean, it is. It was. It was. It was halfway an impulse buy because I just wanted a new Switch game, and there's some indies I could have picked up, but I just was feeling like I want to. I want to play something I haven't played before. That's a big Nintendo release, and really, that's the only one that. That there is. Oh, that yeah, I yeah. Played. And I, I got my Wii U essentially halfway through its life cycle. So I got it in time to like play some pretty cool games. I got, pretty, pretty much right after they started supporting mm. Game Boy Advance emulation, I think, is what pushed me over the edge to getting the Wii U because I wanted to play all my Castlevania games on yeah, yeah. the gamepad. But, um, yeah. Wait, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I, were talking I, I about, joined the yeah. battle too late. <laughs> Yeah, I joined the battle, the Wii U battle, too late, and uh, I missed out on Mario. And oh, I just okay. never, I just never got it. Um, did it ever go? Was it ever Nintendo Select? I don't think it was. The I don't think any Wii U games were Nintendo Selects. I mean, they yeah, just didn't just sell Pikmin enough. Was, I don't know. Or Pikmin was Pikmin? 4 was. Well, actually, uh, Pikmin Pikmin Three. Uh, yeah, was Nintendo <laughs> Pikmin, Select. That was you're 20. jumping jumping way ahead there. And Tropical <laughs> Freeze was a uh, Nintendo Select. Was it for twenty? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I got well. I got uh, Pikmin three. I got for free for getting Mario Kart eight. Like they were really trying to get people to buy Wii U so much that they were giving away a free game with Mario Kart. Do you remember that? Do you remember yeah, that? I, remember that. I missed out that? on that. Yeah, they gave away a free game, so I got Pikmin three for free from Mario Kart eight because I had 
I think all the other stuff they were offering, I already had. And I think it was like one of them was like Wii U Party, which I ended up getting later for the free controller that came with it. But it was like I didn't really want to get it digitally. But you had to download it digitally. But you did get a full a full game with it for free. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, so that's where Pikmin Three came for me. But uh, my well, my Wii U system, I bought the uh, I, I bought the um, new Super Mario Brothers U plus Luigi U package, like the bundle. Okay. So that was the first game that I got, and I bought that with. I think I bought 3D World with it because it was right when 3D World had come out, and that was when I made the jump, made the Wii U jump on there. I was like, oh, I got to play this game. 3D World, I think, was the first game I bought, or was Mario? Yeah. I don't think Mario Kart Eight was out yet. Well, yeah, yeah it was. Was it? I can't remember if I bought that. I think I bought that first, and then I bought 3D World. Mm. And then I bought, well, then I was buying the emulator stuff. I kind of went on a frenzy right after I got my yeah. Wii U. Because I, I bought it for 200 mm. re- refurbished, and it came with Nintendo Land. And I've probably played Nintendo Land 10 times total, maybe, ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's just, I just played it with you. And I think I played it with I played it with Jess's brother one other time. It's a time, fun but... game. I don't know. Something about it just... I never think like I want to play that game. Yeah, you don't really. It's, the, it's the, weird. Mar- the one yeah. where you're chasing each other or whatever. That one's kind of fun. The Mario Chase one. Yeah. Yeah. I played it. I mean, I played it by myself, which is probably the worst way to play it. But when I got it, I was like, oh, I want to play all this stuff. And I played like the, I played the F Zero game that's in there. That's really not mm-hmm. F Zero at all, and that was really sad. And there's like a weird Donkey Kong game in there. We should try to play that game again, again sometime. It's been a long time. Like whenever I only ever played it one time. Yeah, that was when I saw it at the Nintendo Comic Con booth, and I remember the the Luigi's Mansion game being pretty fun. Oh yeah, and there's like a weird, there's like some weird Metroid stuff in there too. That's like sort of yeah. like a deathmatch type thing, but you have to have like you aim with the screen and like one person. Yeah, because you can you can move and aim, and it's and it's all like shooting. But then another person, whoever has the pad, is like the ship. And like you move in motion control, I remember that. Mm. Like you move the the you know Samus' ship around and attack people. I remember there's stuff oh, yeah, like I that. that too. Yeah. Yep. So it had some weird stuff, and there was the what was it, the sweetest day Animal Crossing one where you collect all the candy and all that. That was a weird game. I need, to, I need to try playing that game again. I bought that one after I got the Wii U. I think I bought that one for like eight bucks. So it was totally worth it. Definitely got eight hours out of it. I think. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm glad that you got it. Uh. It's. It, I, I, I thought maybe you would when you told me because you texted me about it. I thought maybe you had gotten it for Wii U, like you had got like got a cheaper version at like disc replay or something. But it's if you're gonna get it, it makes sense to get it portable. And having that game portable does really make sense, and it's a lot of fun, you know. So it's definitely really good looking. Probably the best looking. I mean, I'd say it's definitely the best looking 2D Mario portable game that's out there. So you know, one other thing, like I, six golden coins. <laughs> Well, I said best. It's the best looking. <laughs> six gold coins is a great game. Guess the six gold uh, coins is in black and white, man. There's no colors, in, no color in that. But I've been uh, playing Zelda still. We were talking about that last week, I think, a little bit. How we were still playing Ocarina, or not Ocarina, uh, Breath of the Wild, and I was playing my actual save file mm-hmm. that I beat the game with, and uh, I found two more shrines. It was amazing. It felt like the old days. Mm-hmm. They were hard to. They were both pretty hard to find. One of them was like, I had to like shine a light. I had to like cast my shadow on this monument or something. And it took me like probably 10 or 15 minutes to finally figure out how to do it right. But once I opened it, I felt like, well, that's probably the, it was probably the first new shrine I found in at least six months. Is that the one by the bird town? It's kind of by the, uh, 
by the um, camel in the desert. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, there was a really weird one. I know which, which one you're talking about, John. The really weird one by the bird town where it like involves like like the sun has to be in a certain point or whatever. The the hint yeah. was really confusing on it, and I think I just ended up looking online for it. I think I figured it out. The yeah. one the one I did was like cast a cold shadow when the crest glows or something. And there's basically you just had to watch this thing and then see how the shadow passed over things. And um, when it when the shadow was at a certain point the crest would start glowing and then you would have to, you had to hold a snowball, which spoiler alert, I was holding a snowball. <laughs> That's the, the cold the shadow. The snowball, the shadow of the snowball crossed over the crest mm. and then activated the, the thing. Yeah. I was like, how else would you cast a cold shadow? Right. You need ice for that, right? You need your whatever, but it felt great. I was like, Oh my God. And then like, I found another shrine, like within 10 minutes after that, probably mm. like, I just was like, I'm going to go over here and I was using the hero's path mode. Yeah, which hasn't worked out that great for me. I probably played for almost an hour before that without finding anything. Mm. So that was another thing that I was like, yes, I found another shrine, and then I found another one really soon after that. So I I don't remember what I said in the last recording. I might have lied because I'm at con- I confirm I'm at 97 now. I think I said 97 mm. last week, but yeah, I don't I'm, know. I must have been at 95. Now I'm at 97. Wow. Did you did you get all the DLC? Like, do you have the bike and all that? I haven't completed all that stuff, but I do have the DLC. Oh, okay. You should go get the bike, man. The bike's In fact, cool. I, I found one of the, uh, yeah. the spots where it has the three images. I can't remember what those are called, mm. but I found one of those while I was out looking for shrines. I'm yeah. like, oh, what's this? Oh, wait, that's part of the DLC. Yeah. And I, had, I just hadn't been to that one yet. So mm-hmm. I worked. I at least kind of went over to where I thought. Oh, I did. I found where one of the things was. I just lost it's the where you have to fight the guy in the desert that comes out of the sand, wherever, wherever that thing's called. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I yeah, he killed that. me real yeah. fast. I can't figure <laughs> out how to beat him. It's weird. I think I had to look online for that too, probably. Because he's yeah. like some special version of the normal one, and I never figured out how to beat the normal one. I think so. you have. I feel like you have to like fire from above or something, like when you're in the air, or like. That's what like, I, he like jumps up and he's got his mouth open, and I tried firing into his mouth, but he was just like mm-hmm. out of the camera's reach. It was really annoying, and then he ended up biting my ankles or whatever, and I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> and then I died. I, f- I feel like I climbed like one of the big, like one of the big uh, pillars or something, and shot down from there. That was over there. I don't know, oh. something like that. Um, anyway, needless to say, have still having fun with Breath of the Wild. That's the truth. I put at least an hour into it this week, so it's still uh, it's. I think it's justified that it's the best game in the last decade. I think it's what we were. Oh, maybe yeah. no, that that was the best of year, right? No, that, that was last. That was last. Episode. No, that was we were talking. Yeah, about we had a question about best of the decade. And yeah, you, I, yeah. I think you said best of the decade. I think I'll yeah. still stand by Breath of the Wild, even though I said Minecraft because I had to. Yeah, yeah. You, you did. You did say that, but yeah. Now I remember. Yeah, we talked about that last week on our question episode, which came one out week later. Is still the best of the decade, which came out pretty good. But yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I saw you were playing. Yeah, I saw you were playing a bunch of stuff today. Yeah, I've been all over the place. In yeah. fact, I've played a decent amount of God of War this past week. Um, still, just kind of like chugging through it, and it's getting more fun because I'm unlocking more abilities and upgrading my armor and weapons mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's got a nice, fun, satisfying element in that regard. But mm-hmm. I still find myself wanting to play my Nintendo games more. Yeah, and I just like will play God of War for a couple hours, and then I'll like go play Zelda or 
which is like true open world feeling game still it still just feels like nothing else and i can say i almost bought the witcher 3 because everybody's been talking about how great that is for years now yeah but I, I don't know i don't think i'm ready for that game yet i hear it's gigantic yeah it's it's also it can be kind of glitchy too i guess from what i've heard but, but i guess that kind of comes with a lot of those open world games which is part of why i thought breath of the wild was so cool that it was it actually worked a lot better than most of the open world games i've played definitely worked a lot better than any of those uh, elder scrolls games which i can't stand but um i was i thought about saying for my uh, is that is that all you've been playing for the week jeremy yeah pretty much it bounced between all that stuff that's cool yeah well uh hopefully you know hopefully you get to stick with the the well of course you'll play the deluxe version more and we'll hear more as you go through it, but I think I'd it's, I think Raving it's a lot of Rabbids, fun. Not so much, or uh, yeah, did Mario you hit a, Rabbids. Did you hit a wall on that one? It does get pretty yeah, hard pretty quickly. It's just hard right now. Yeah, not fun. Oh, and I played some Smash too, and I unlocked a couple of things, but still can't beat Bowser. Oh yeah, I played a I played a hmm. shit ton of. Uh, I really dug into World of Light like last week. Yeah, like right after we talked about it, I just put my head down and played it for like I don't know. I feel like three or four hours. And I found like I found like the Star Fox area where there's like all the different. That was really cool. Like where there's the solar system and you can go from one thing to another. And uh, yeah, I just played it for a long time and I unlocked a bunch of people. I beat Bowser really quickly, actually. Well, not really quickly. I mean, I did play him a few times, but I've got him down just a little tiny sliver of energy. I've almost have you tried? Him. Have you tried beating yeah. him? Have you tried beating him with like the with the hot mouth? Where you? Yeah. Where you? Uh, okay, because that's, that's exactly what I'm doing. How I'm doing it. I, yeah, I was doing it. Because that really helped a lot. That like, and then the, uh, the uh, I have the floaty jump from uh, um, I don't know. I upgraded the uh, Bowser Junior. I upgraded one of the Bowser ones, and it became like two different Bowsers mm-hmm. after that. And that one gives you floaty jump. No, it's King Boo that gives you floaty jumps. Never mind. Yeah. So I upgraded a Boo all the way to 100. Then it turned into the King Boo. So I'm using that, and then I'm using the floaty, or then I'm using the um, fire mouth, and then something else, something defensive. I think. What is your uh? What did what do you use for your spirit, or like what did your what did you guys' main spirit end up being for that game? My main ended up being um I forget what it's called, but the one of the big giant mechs from Metal Gear. Oh, okay. Uh, which gives you it turns you into a giant and turns you metal for the first like. 30 oh, seconds okay. of the match. Oh, I've been yeah, using, uh, what was it? Yeah, I, I upgraded that all the way. And it's very yeah. powerful. Yeah. Helped me out a lot. I've been using uh captain rainbow. Like as well. Really? Yeah. Cool. Well, cause there's actually, well, I, it's whoever turns into captain rainbow is what it starts out as. And you have to level it all the way up to a hundred and then you change and then you like evolve it. And then it turns into captain rainbow. So captain uh, rainbow yeah. is like the second, the level two of it, but it's a purple one. So it's like, better than everything else you know mm. so you don't have to change it when you go from one thing to another which is really nice but i got it up to like i think it was at like it was pretty high it was like 10 20 000, like power so it was higher than most everything that i'd run into that's mostly why i used it because i didn't want to change my spirit every time i went to a different person so i just mm. left that one on and it would always be powerful than whatever i came into contact with and that's became became like my main spirit and also you don't even have to beat pauline when we were talking about fucking Pauline and all that, you can fucking go around her. I totally went around her and didn't even didn't anyway, even bother with her. You don't even have to fucking beat her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the last one that I did. So like, you got to wait to beat Pauline. Wait, so you did a hundred percent on it, John? Yeah, hundred percent of it. Yeah. Oh god, that's ridiculous. Yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, I'm no, I'm time. no way, I'm no way going to do 100. percent That's insane. <laughs> but no, I, I just went around Pauline. I'm like, fuck you, and I found a different pathway, and I just didn't even bother with her. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. I, I saved that one for the very last. Of yeah. This is this is nuts. So yeah. yeah, but you don't have to beat it. You don't have to beat it to beat you don't all have the to, light. No. Yeah. You don't have to beat it at all. Like, I just totally went right past it. But, yeah, no, there's some cool, like, lovely things. Like, I found, like, that that electronic, like, uh, place that you go to where you have to, like, switch all the – it's like you use, like, the Zapfish things from, like, uh, Splatoon mm-hmm. and, like, switch them around to make to make different platforms. Connect like, that circuits. was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I played that one. And uh, and there was another – yeah, there's all these cool, like, uh, levels inside of levels and all that. And Yeah, I played it for a while. Like, I got all the way to the Ice Peak and I, like – uh, froze all the water there and all that, so you could so you could come back up. And I found like the the ice climbers, and I don't know how close I am. I mean, I feel like do you have to unlock all of the guys? You probably do, right? Before you get to the very end. Um, I'm trying to think because I because I, I want to say yes because there's because I because there's so many of them, and I've only gotten like I don't know thirty maybe, and there's still like eighty or seventy or whatever <laughs> there are. You know, it's like I feel so like there's a lot left. So you could unlock all the characters through World of Light. That's that's what you I'm can. asking. Like, do you have to do that before you get to the yeah. end? Because that's I'm a lot. Sure that's a lot of to. fucking I'd, characters. I I think maybe you could get to the end without unlocking them all. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to play all the all the levels. So mm-hmm. I don't see why you'd have to unlock all the characters. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. But no, I did. I, I I fucked around with that for a while. It was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah what are you thinking about me. that? About World of Light. Yeah. I was having fun with it. You know. I mean, it's. Uh, yeah. I I definitely played it. I mean, I kind of. Sort of like I played it for a long time, and then after and I'm like, okay, I'm good, and then I just haven't returned to it ever since then. But, but I really dug into it for like one day and played it for like three or four hours. Yeah, I would say it took me maybe like probably four or five hours before I was really like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of into this, like you know, getting the spirits and leveling them up and all that stuff. And no, I, I like it. Yeah, I think it's fun. You know, as as a as a B side basically to Smash Brothers, it's mm. it's it's the best. You know, there's I think it's better than the the brawl side story. Um, yeah, the subs- yeah. subspace emissary. Yeah, subspace emissary. I think you know, even without World of Light, Ultimate would be a great a must have game. Mm. And to have this as a bonus is just like it's an excellent bonus. Yeah, no, I'm glad that it's in there. I'd be upset if it yeah. wasn't because it needs a. Yeah, I think any sort of fighting game or racing game or whatever has needs a strong single player for me at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like I like that type of stuff. But no, I definitely come back to it, and I had a lot of fun with it. And there's some really weird. There's just so many obscure sprites in there. Like I found like characters from like another code or whatever. Do you remember that weird SDS game? Like there's characters from that in there too. From the it was like oh. some weird uh, this weird Japanese game. It wasn't um fuck what was the other one they they did like these two kind of adventure type games they were really really early DS releases but um yeah they were fucking weird but yeah there's characters in there from that it's like it's like wow okay all right you're in there from that oh and I found the area where you fly into Street Fighter for a minute that's really cool where all of a sudden oh, you're right. on a plane and, yeah. you, and you go to, and <laughs> you go was, to different countries yeah. Subsection, yeah. That was really fun too. I like that part. Yeah, there's there's just some like really cool like parts that are like, oh yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, and then the music changes and all that, and it's like, yeah, you're flying from one country to another. Like, thankfully, you don't have to play through all of the Street Fighter characters, but they do. You know, they represent them as, as best as they can. You know, yeah, in there. So, and there's a and couple. Like they of even them, got the yeah. exact sound effect of the airplane. It's not just some yeah. random airplane. It's like the same one from the from the game. Yeah, I wish it Perfect. would say. I wish it would say the places. That would be like. Oh yeah, India. Japan. 
Brazil. No. <laughs> yeah, so I played that for a while. But um yeah, I got I got some new games. I wanted to, I almost said uh I thought about saying your nickname from our top 10 episode, John, where you were like uh or your middle name where you're saying like what is old is new again because that's kind of yeah. how I feel right now with my with my uh past two games that I got. They totally like I don't know. I've, they're both fucking great and they're both old games, so it's uh really cool. Most most off the one off the top, which I would recommend to you, John, if you're looking for stuff to get. I think it's mm-hmm. worth playing if you haven't played it yet, but uh Onimusha Warlords. I got that yesterday for 20 bucks. It's a re-release. It's the original Onimusha game for PlayStation 2. It came mm-hmm. out in 2001 and it's basically it's like a it's basically like a Japanese horror game. It has like fixed camera angles like like Resident Evil and it basically it's weird. It's like it's like a faster Resident Evil but with like RPG elements. Like you can level up all of your weapons and you have to you actually have to level up some of your magic spells to get into different doors and stuff like that. So like that works as keys, but yeah, I basically I played it last night and I played it today and I beat it. It's like around like five or six hours, so it's not that long, but like but for twenty but for twenty bucks, it's not a... yeah, Onimusha is uh, super cool. It's like uh, it reminds me a lot of uh Resident Evil but quicker. And um it's actually kinda like you remember the Resident Evil remake on GameCube, you know, like you could go through it multiple times and you unlock different stuff as you go that's kind of how this works like you get a different costume when you beat it and there's also like if you find all of these certain uh things in it you can unlock another mode and there's also a secret sword that's like the sort the the best sword in the whole game that you can get by beating it in a certain way so there mm-hmm. is like stuff to go back and do after you do it and actually really cool i i like i completely randomly discovered a um an easter egg i, I found an easter egg in the game without even trying to find it I found out later because I was stuck on this boss that you fight like this insect insect lady at one point in the game, and I was trying to figure out how to beat her because she destroyed me like six times. You can watch it on Twitch if you want to see it. Watch see me get all pissed off and all that. But um, but I went to I went online to try to figure out how to beat her, and it turns out that if you because I play all of my games on Japanese if it's available, you know, so I play through the whole game on Japanese, and if you change the language on Onimusha to Japanese. You get a different cutscene for her, like for her, like when she turns into the insect, because it was originally censored in America. I didn't know this, so like if you play it in the English translation, you get a completely different game where they changed like some of the uh, some of the dialogue and all that. But like the part is, she basically like gives birth to this insect being of herself, and that's why they cut it out because it was too weird in uh, in America. But it's insane. Like look it up if you can. It's like she. Uh, she like gets down on her back and like spreads her legs and then like the stinger of the insect comes out from in between her legs like she's giving birth to it and then she becomes this insect lady. But yeah, no, that was that was cut out of the of the American version. And if you played in American, you'll never see that because they didn't because they redid it as is. So that was like a really cool thing that I randomly discovered in that game. Nice. You I don't see that. I don't, I don't know if that would <laughs> if that would help sell it for you, John. But it has some has a nice <laughs> really weird scene in it like that. But no, it's kind of a. I guess you would say it speaks to me. It feels like lady. It feels kind of hack and slashy ish, I guess. But it's not. There's a lot more depth to it, you know. It's not like whenever I think hack and slash, I think games where you like, you know, where you fight like a wave of enemies and you beat them, and then there's another wave of enemies that come, and then you beat them, and then there's another yeah. wave, and then you beat them, and then you go to a different area with three more waves of enemies. It's not like that at all, because those games are incredibly boring to me. And this game I found really fun. So it's basically, it's more like, it's exploration, but you fight demons on the way there. 
And gotcha. you, uh, it's not Dynasty Warriors. It's a little more. No, no, God, no, God, no, not at all. No, it's nothing like Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors is all about controlling areas on the map and all that. That's not what this game is. This game is all about exploration, and there's a uh, there's puzzles and stuff in it too. Like there, so it very much feels like Resident Evil. If Resident Evil is set in feudal Japan and you had an and you had a sword instead of a gun, and you do get a gun at one point. Spoilers, you do get a gun too. So it it feels more like Resident Evil once you find your gun later in the game, but. No, it's cool. It's like one of those games that I just didn't really know anything about, and it's been a blast to play. Like I had, I had a hell of a lot of fun with it. Like I thought it was really cool, and I definitely want to play it again at some point. Like I got, I got the secret uh, costume at the end, and I just started playing it again right after I beat it. But it's got, um, you know, it's it doesn't really, it doesn't really feel like they added a whole lot to the game. Aside, I feel like they just cleaned it up, which I think is not necessarily a bad thing in in re-releasing games. You know, I don't want it to go. I don't want them to go all like Final Fantasy VII on it and just like try to turn it into a different game, you know? Like that supposedly that's what they're doing with the remake on that. But but yeah, it's a lot of fun, and it was only nineteen ninety nine, and I was uh, yeah, it's great. It's nice to play a old PlayStation, well PlayStation two game that I never played, and I can't believe like that had to have been because well, I guess PlayStation two came out what like two thousand? It was two thousand, right? Two thousand or two thousand one? I thought it was two thousand. Yeah. It was two thousand, yeah. Because, uh, because I think because, it was, I think it was early two thousand one. No, it was two thousand. Yeah. It was two thousand because it came out the same time as Majora's Mask. PlayStation Two did, and Majora's Mask so, came okay. out in two thousand. Yep. So it so it was a little bit. Yeah, for a second PlayStation I thought PlayStation Two came out in two thousand, and then Xbox and a uh, GameCube came out in two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. And actually, if you have you know if you have your GameCube adapter, you could play it with your GameCube controller too if you wanted to. Since it works with pretty much everything, but they do. There's a couple things that they change. Like you can like, there's real time weapon change now <laughs> on the on the triggers, which is totally worth it because you used to have to like. Well, you remember the Resident Evil games? You used to have to like pause right. the game and change the weapon and blah blah blah. You can now switch it. Do you want to take the samurai sword? <laughs> yes, I want to take the sword. <laughs> it doesn't ask you about that. Thankfully, it doesn't ask you if you want to take anything. You just automatically take it. But no, it was cool. It was like a blast from the past. Like it's. It feels a lot like Resident Evil to where I thought, because you know you go you go and you open a door and you go to the next level. For a second, when I first started playing it, I was going to wait for it to do that door animation, but thankfully it doesn't do that at all. Like none of that. How is how is saving handled in it? Is it similar to Resident Evil where you have like? There's no uh, there's no limit to how many times you can save. Okay. Thankfully, there's no ink ribbons. If that's Are what there, you're like, asking. Are there save points or is it just an auto save sort of thing? There's save points, so it is okay. it is old school in that. In that way, yeah. There's save points, and if you don't save, you go straight back to the title. There's no, like, retry or anything like that. So it definitely feels old school when you play it. So you got to treat it like an old school game and save constantly, but but you, but you there's no limit to your saves. Like, you can save however many times you want. You just have to – and there's a map. There's a map in there as well, so you can kind of figure out where you're going. And it'll mark where the save areas are in case you need to try to find one. You can go back to it and all that, and you upgrade you upgrade all your weapons and stuff through the save area, as well. And you play as two different characters, like you switch between. Uh, was it? Uh, I wanted to remember it. Uh, Samanusuke. He has a crazy name. The the, the main dude, uh, Samanusuke and uh, and uh, Kade Kade. The other the girl. You switch between them, which I thought was pretty cool too. You get to play two different characters, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was just one of those, you know, really cool old uh, finds, I guess. It's a hidden gem in the uh, PlayStation 2 GameCube era, which is like one of my favorite eras, so it's really nice to play something like that that I've never played before. So. I remember those games being pretty popular back then. They just kind of 
that off. Well, well it's like, like a yeah, it's like a survival horror yeah. based in Japan. You know, uh, what's it? Nobunaga is like the main bad guy in it. So if that gives you an idea of like the you know feudal times and all that, but it has a lot. It has a lot of FMB uh, cutscenes in it. Like the the opening is fairly long, and all that. And like when you get to the bosses, it'll show you like all this video, and that's kind of a little jarring. You know, it doesn't have like the real time cutscenes and all that. But it's it's still fun to play, and I think I thought it was a lot really cool. I wish uh, I don't know. And twenty bucks is a good. I feel like that's a good price point for me for stuff that I, you know, I'm not really sure about, but I think it's good. And I'm glad that I that I bought this one because it ended up being a lot of fun. Because, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, Katamari Damacy. Wish that would have been 20, too. I would have jumped on that one quicker. That would have been a no-brainer. Yeah. It should have yeah. been 20, because the original game was 20. But we already talked about that in our top 10 games. And that one's still on my... I still want to get that at some point, but... It'll I go just, on sale eventually, and then we'll yeah. buy it. I'll buy it when it's on yep. sale. It's kind of when I, when I went with that. But, uh, yeah, that game was a lot of... It was really cool. And um, also, I got Tales of Vesperia, which is... Uh, we talked about that last week a little bit, you know, it's a tales of game. It's very, it's, you know, in the same style of like Symphonia, except it looks a lot better, but, um, yeah, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. The cast is really cool. Uh, it's really nice to have a game that has a, um, that has a map on it. That has a world map. Like I haven't played an RPG that has a world map in a while. So that was kind of a cool thing to see, you know, like even, uh, even as like old school as Octopath Traveler was, it didn't have a map on there. You know, didn't have a world map where you can walk from one place to another. But that uh, Vesperia is the same way as uh, Onimusha, whereas uh, if you don't save and you die, you go back to the title screen. So they both uh, they both have that old school mentality. So you got to like, which kind of actually really surprised me because Vesperia felt like they had really smoothed it out or whatever. I mean, I never played the original version, but but I thought that there was at one point where I accidentally ran into a boss and I hadn't saved and the boss kicked my ass because I didn't know what was going on. And I thought that it would give me a re- you know, get to play it again, you know, because most games would do that, but it didn't let you do that. But it's, yeah, I've been playing through that in all Japanese as well. Like it's, everything is voice acted in it and it looks, it looks really nice. Like I played it in handheld. It looks really nice in handheld too. I like just switched between just to see if it was as pretty, but it's really pretty. It's really bright. It's super cell shaded. Um, the characters are really cool. Like the interaction is great. The opposite of uh, Octopath Traveler. Like it's all mm-hmm. about the, there's a good chemistry between the characters and all that. And there's some, there's some interesting characters in there. So I've been really enjoying that also. I played that. Oh yeah. And there's a dog that smokes a pipe in there. I mean, what more do you want? (laughs) Your little, your little dog buddy has a pipe in its mouth. It also carries all your items around in its mouth, which is weird. They say that in the game at one point that, (laughs) that he's carrying around the gels that you use to to heal yourself. I'm like, that's kind of, that's kind of disgusting. I wouldn't take gels from that dog's mouth to heal myself. Mm -hmm. Even if it was life or death, which it would be life or death. But yeah, no, that's a cool game as well. I, I really been digging that. So there's a lot to a lot to play on that for me. Like both of those are older games that I felt were like you know, like they hit it out of the park in both of those. I guess. I mean, Onimusha, they didn't know a whole lot to change it, but the game is still fun for what it is. Like I just really enjoyed it because I like those old games. And also, like a weird thing that I found in the Jap, like I was rooting around in the Japanese eShop just for the fun of it. Um, you can download a free RPG Maker player in there. So, like, RPG Maker, I guess, is coming out soon for uh, Eng- for us. It must be, because if you download it, it's all in English, like the actual RPG Maker is. And um, you can go through there and look, you know, you can look at games. Most of them are in Japanese, but I did find one. I found one that was in English, 
and played around with it for a little bit. But yeah, you can play games for free on there. Same thing. You know, I know we like way, way back at the beginning of our show, I think we had something like that, Jeremy. That well, it was on the for, 3DS. Yeah, yeah. There's the 3DS one where you had the, there's the free RPG maker player where you can just play people's games. But uh, yeah, no, I, I've just been, I was just fucking around with it and I found an English one. And basically all I could really do is save. I can talk to one person. <laughs> I walked around pretty much the whole map without getting attacked until I came back to the castle and then I got attacked by some slime. But the slime couldn't kill me, so I killed it with, like, my bare hands or whatever. But there's some – if you want to, like, just fuck around with some free RPG stuff on there, you can. You know, it's totally worth finding. You have to get it on the Japanese eShop, but it's totally free to download. And that was a cool, like, thing. And I also – I found out that you can do uh, – I don't know if you guys know, like, there's a Google Translate app where you can just, like – it'll just read – Japanese for you and translate it for you like on your no, phone. I didn't. You just put the camera up to it. So oh, I yeah. I yep. used some of that on uh on the RPG maker and it actually worked. I tried it. First thing I tried was Dragon Quest 6 and it didn't work on that because I think it was having a hard time reading the letters off of the CRT TV because uh, of the frame rate or whatever. You know like it kind of like you know I mean you've seen it in movies where the TVs yeah. move where you see like refresh. that line go through the TV because it's on a different frame rate or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a cool. It was it was a way that I could read Japanese stuff, I guess. If you really want to put your phone up to the TV whenever you want to know what something says, you can do it that way. I don't think I could play through all of Dragon Quest 6 like that, but that's the first thing I thought of when I got it. It's cool that that's an option that you can just translate Japanese text with an app. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's super cool. I saw it in a video about going to Japan and all that. Oh, yeah, and what's his face? Uh, Kiji Inafune worked on uh in uh, Animusha as well. You guys know he, him. KG he's uh, Mega Man, yeah. Yeah. So he's on there. He's he's uh, he's one of the main guys, so I like like seeing his name on there. It's cool stuff. I mean I think that's most what I got aside from the new Nintendo stuff that came out. Do you guys want to like put that like in our news stuff and take a quick break and come back to that? John, did you want to talk about Oh did you get anything, John? <laughs> I skipped you because you said no, you didn't I have didn't anything in your no, I got in the, your intro. Got the Nintendo games but that's about it yeah but okay. you were talking about wanting to mention your uh project oh we can do yeah, that I guess. do you want to do it now or do you want to do it in the second half no uh, we can do it now let's do it now so okay. nintendo uh bitter news i have a movie that is out nationwide this week it's in 73 theaters and i encourage you all to go go see it it's called canal street mm-hmm. uh look it up at canalstreetmovie.com you can see where it's playing near you like i said I've, it's 73 theaters odds are pretty good if you live in, near a big city you're going to be able to find a theory that's playing it. But, um, yeah, it's about um, a kid who moves from the from the city to the suburbs, uh, and things are a bit different out there for him. Uh, he gets caught up in a murder investigation and has to prove his innocence, and his father is his lawyer. So uh, it's all kinds of emotion in this movie. It's talking about a lot of hot-button hot issues uh, that are going on in the news today. Um yeah, but in the end, it's a spiritually uplifting movie. You're gonna you're gonna leave feeling pretty good, and uh, yeah. So I, I encourage you all to go see. It. It's called Canal Street. Go to CanalStreetMovie.com. Check it out. I'll put it. I'll put the address for it in the description of the show. So check whatever yeah. I uh, whatever podcast uh, app you're using to listen to this. Check there yeah. in the um, and I'll have the website there, so you can just click on it and go right to it. So John, you yeah. were the sc- the screenwriter for this, right? Yeah, I was one of the writers on this. This is a project cool. that, um, uh, a bit of backstory, it originated about 13 years ago. Uh, my friend and I, uh, Ryan Lamar, we wrote it together. And uh, then our friend Adam came on as a writer a couple of years ago. And we started to 
get get the project going again. So yeah, we all three wrote it, and uh, my friend Ryan directed it. Cool. So are yeah, we going to see, see you as a like a little cameo in the background, or maybe like giving someone a peanut butter sandwich? Or I don't know what you would do. <laughs> no, no, I didn't do a cameo in this one. But, uh, maybe in the next one. That's cool. That needs to be your new thing that you do in movies. You write, John, just giving people peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Hi, I made this no movie. Here's a peanut butter sandwich. Hey, you don't have a nut allergy, do you? Have the sandwich. <laughs> I mean, you know, strange obsession with peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah, this writer. You gotta, you gotta start somewhere. There, you gotta be like, hey, that's my cameo. Peanut butter sandwiches. No, no jelly, just peanut butter. You don't get any of the good stuff. That's my nickname in the movie is John No Jelly Knitter. <laughs> That's what don't they put in jelly. the credits, right? <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back talk about Sound the news. Good. All right. talk about the news for the week here is news i promise you it's the news <laughs> yeah it's uh if, it, i always wanted people to uh email me and tell me what you think about that if you think it's hilarious or you think it's dumb let, uh, let us know on the show i like it because it lets me know it's time for the news <laughs> well a lot of other podcasts have news songs and i thought it'd be funny to make my own and that castlevania oh, like- song i always thought was a news sounded like a news you know theme so <laughs> news that's update kinda, that's kind of why i went with it yeah it's just something as when I was a kid, I was like, Yeah, that sounds like a new song. So uh actually this is kinda news this is Nintendo news, Nintendo main news, but turns out that the guy who won our second place last week was a uh Jonathan who was a silent was it silent Johnny on our uh on the Twitch. He mm-hmm. he watched us. Uh we gave him the uh, haunted Halloween thing, but Turns out that he was the guy who won the Smash Brothers tournament at the uh, that that Kevin put on, the iPlay Games tournament, so Wow, it's crazy. Just a winner all around. Yeah. So what? I mean, it's cool that he had actually like remembered that I then remembered the show and like you know sent us a question and watched it and all that. I'm just saying, uh, thank you. I, I appreciate Jonathan P. Williams, Johnny Simon. I hope you play uh, Haunted Halloween and, and enjoy it. I think it's a great game. Yeah. Um, well, he's definitely he, needs to. I want it to be on Switch. So mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, I really do as well. Um, but I did I did send him the code, so I'm pretty sure he took it. He said he has Steam and all that, so I'm hopefully he's enjoying it. If I see him again, like there's another, there'll be another Smash Brothers event in a couple weeks, so hopefully I'll see him again there, and we could talk about Haunted Halloween. I really want to, um, hopefully at a Mid- Midwest Gaming Classic this year, we get to see their new game. Like I'm really excited about that. Like we talked to them on Halloween about their about their new like um, survival horror NES game. That sounded pretty cool. So. I'm excited about that, which we already I already reserved a, a holiday or holiday. Um, <laughs> I already reserved hotel room tickets for that. 
I reserved a hotel for yeah, the gaming classic. So we will be there for sure. We've been there every year for the past like four years. So, you know, come say hello to us and all that. Make your plans now. It's like April. Was it like April 14th or 16th or something like that? I think. And if you're lucky, you might not get stuck there in a snowstorm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like other people get stuck there in a snowstorm. I guess if you didn't drive there and you flew there, you might get stuck there. We, we drove, I think we, we drove back and didn't really have to deal with much of the snow, but that's some, some of our news. So, I guess we could just go into it right now. So the NES, the Nintendo Switch Online, the NES games, Netflix, whatever you want to call it, uh, they got so, they got a couple games added to it. Uh, John was completely proved wrong on what they uh, <laughs> what they had. Totally wrong. What were you? We were right. What were Dead you originally wrong. saying? You said that everybody was tired of SPs or something like that. Yeah, I thought. Well, I heard that there was going to be two games out only, so I thought maybe that meant all right. They're People are tired of doing the SP things, or it's not a big hit. So I thought maybe um, they were saying two games that they were going to surprise us with the full third game. That did not happen. No. Yeah. So two games and two SP games. There was a third game, but not for us. Yeah, there is a third game in there, though. It's on. Uh, if you, you know, if you, I found its name too. If you hadn't found it, yet. awesome, you did. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, I really wanted to know the name of it, and I'm sure you do as well. Yeah, if the if you're smart enough to figure out how to um, start a Japanese account and all that, which you should if you haven't done it which yet. Which is not that hard. You don't have to be that smart. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, that's what you should do with the Switch, as always. Like I was saying earlier, you can get that can RPG. you spell and... the word hamburger? Then you can start a, a Switch account on a Japanese eShop. Okay, it's super easy, but do it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you have a Japanese account, you can go, you know, you can go and you can download the NES, you know, their their version of NES games for free and then you play it on your system and you can switch between the American one and the Japanese one like we do and see the differences between between them and this is probably what like the second time there's been a difference between the two of them, right? Jeremy. I think it's a it's the first time that there's been a completely different game. Yeah. There was one time where they had a uh, different SPs, right? Or just, yeah, you have the yeah. SP of the golf game. Yeah, and it's open, which for some reason we didn't get. I'm not sure why. Yeah. I don't know why they, they get, didn't give us that, but they got everything they else. Three we games. Got. They, they got. got th- they got three, they got three games and two three, SPs. Yes, and two SPs. Oh, yeah. okay. So there were three games on the Japanese side. Uh, well, we haven't said what the two games are. Of course, if you've been paying attention, to, well, I think we talked about it last week, but and it did and it did happen in the morning sometime because well, I was playing. Uh, I played Onimusha till like six in the morning, and then whenever I got done with that i switched over to the nes just to see if they were on there and they had already popped so i'm sure they might have dropped them at like 2 a.m or something like that but but zelda 2 is in there um blaster master is in there and of course there's an sp version of ghouls and ghosts and uh and uh ninja gaiden which i tried to play the ninja gaiden one i, tr- I tried to see because it starts you off at like part of the last boss and i went through it and beat him really quick and i'm like oh cool i beat the game and there's a big cutscene, and then you got to play the boss after that, and that boss killed me. So, but yeah, you can do that. And if and the fun thing about Ninja Gaiden, I don't know if you guys got all the way to the end, but if you lose at the boss, no matter how many lives you have, they throw you back to the very beginning of that level. Isn't that amazingly yeah. awful? They Whoa, do that. They cool. do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> old school feature, man. Yeah. Radical. Old school shitty. Uh, you know punch you in the face type of uh, difficulty. But that's what, I mean, that's what Ninja Gaiden was always about. Or in this case, Ninja Star to the neck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. But um, yeah, that's basically it. Like, if you get killed, you go back. And and I played a couple seconds of the Ghouls and Ghosts ones, and and damn, that's fucking hard. Like, I died. I didn't get very far in that. Yeah. 
No, the I dragon, the dragon got me. I got up to the dragon. Exactly where I, where I got stopped, yep. I got killed by <laughs> yeah. those, I got killed by the fucking skeletons at the very beginning. <laughs> I was just like, I just, just got, got rolled. You just gotta crouch and hit them. You can kill them all pretty quick if yeah. you crouch. Yeah, I just, I didn't yeah. have that much patience for it. I was just kind of like, alright. I played four or five rounds before I gave up. I did play, uh, I played Blaster Master, like, on the Japanese version, because the, because the, the, uh, the name of the game's different. Like, have you seen that yet? Like, the whole, what uh, is it? The cover of it here. It, it's, oh yeah, I mean that's well, that's like that with a lot of Japanese yeah. games. Well, I mean the cover, the cover is always different, but the actual game title in the game looks mm-hmm. different. It doesn't say Blaster Master. It no. says like, uh, yeah, it says Meta Fight. <laughs> here, I don't know if you guys can see that, but yeah, it's some Japanese letters and it says Meta Fight instead of Blaster yep. Master. It says Meta Fight, push start! Exclamation Super point. Planetary War Records Meta Fight. Yeah. <laughs> so I played around with that for a little bit just because it's way different. I thought it was I thought it was cool. But this yeah. but this game is famous for uh you're basically trying to rescue your pet frog. As I mentioned at the top of the, the uh, episode. I haven't played a whole lot of this, but um I do remember do you, do you guys remember a show called Video Power? Yep. Do you remember watching that show? That's, Johnny this, Arcade. Yeah, this was the first episode. This was the first game trick I remember seeing was the one that's in this, where you can set off the bomb and then you pause it, and it keeps damaging the enemy. Oh. I haven't tried doing it yet, but I was reading through the. You can do that with Mega Man. Literature about it, yeah. You can do that with the first Mega Man also. Okay. Like if if you shoot if you like when you shoot at it at the at the bosses, you can like pause it and like it'll hit them every time you unpause it. Like it'll damage it again. It's like a trick from it's the a, first Mega Man. It's to something kill very similar really to that. Quickly. Yeah. But I still remember, like every episode of Video Power would have, you know, it was sort of like a bit like Jeopardy and a bit like <laughs> uh, Double Dare at the end, where you had to like run and you're like on a virtual sh- or you're on a shopping spree and you were grabbing games and sticking them to you with uh, with Velcro. A, with Velcro, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, uh, they, I used to they, watch every that all week the time. they gave a video game tip, and I remember the Blaster Master game tip, and I never played Blaster Master. As a kid, and years later, I you know heard about what it was and all that, and of course, just that stuck with me that he's rescuing his pet frog. Like you're not going to forget that once you hear that about a game. Right, it's pretty unique, but um, yeah, that's cool. You know that coincidentally, that same show is where I learned how to find the warp whistles in Mario Three. It was before right. I ever played Mario for the 3 wizard, also, but it stuck I with that me. show. Yeah, the 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 way to get the whistles stuck with me because I just thought it was so cool, like. That, that game secret and I remember that show stuff. for me it was on at like 5 30 in the morning on weekdays really it was like oh. yeah it was like a super early, it was like before school maybe mm-hmm. it was like 6 30 i don't know anyway it was it was before school every day which was kind oh, of I, uh, oh i think i watched being, it in the morning too being yeah. crazy yeah. Yeah. yeah i remember being crazy and getting up like two hours before i had to leave for school just so i could watch cartoons in the morning mm-hmm. Right, right. That's stupid. I used to. Well, when I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, when I was in uh, when I was in high school, like there, the Marvel Action Hour, which was the Iron Man and Fantastic Four cartoons, those were on at like six in the morning for some reason. So I, I like set my alarm and would wake up and and like tape them. I'd record them on a cassette and like keep them and watch them later, you know, because that's what you did back then. But mm-hmm. I remember that. I remember them putting on stuff really, really early. Like I don't know why, but they had Marvel cartoons on at six in the morning. So I would get up early on Saturday to watch them. Same the one with like, I liked the best uh, yeah. that I'd watch before school was the real Ghostbusters. I love that show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. 
But I remember, great show. yeah, I remember watching that video power, power one. Yeah, where you would like stick all the games to you, and then you go down a slide and all that, and then they, yeah, yeah. That, that game would just like I had, I, I remember just having dreams about that, like being on that show, like just like having dreams of running through that, like and like trying to stick all these games to me, and like sometimes it turned into a nightmare, and like, all the games would fall <laughs> off. Or, yeah, I, like, I remember that's the first time so. I ever saw a Neo Geo, because uh, you know I. Everybody talked about it in the playground. Oh, this kid has this rich kid has a Neo Geo. Like you kind of heard about it, you never mm-hmm. saw what it actually looked like. But that was the first time I saw you didn't, some kid won a Neo Geo on Video Power. You didn't make friends with that kid that had the Neo Geo and be like, "Hey, man, let me play some uh, Fatal Fury at your house." No, that kid was a liar. That's the thing. <laughs> that kid was always a liar. You never had a Geo. Can I come over? No. No. Yeah. Nope. Weird. I remember that show. I remember Game Pro TV also. Um, do you guys see Game Pro TV? I don't remember Game Pro TV. I've I've heard of it, but I, I don't I didn't watch it. Yeah, I was along the same lines. Probably how I heard of the magazine. Why I subscribed to that magazine? But yeah, Trey, if you could track it down, you should at least put a snippet of the the intro song to Video Power because it's a rap. <laughs> if it's I a really get bad the power, no, if I if like, I find it, if I can find it, I'll, I'm put coming it, I'll through. Put it radical somewhere. sight, Video Power. Yeah, that's right. Word. I remember that part. I don't need to put it yeah, on now because you already you already sung it. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, there's uh, we totally got sidetracked from the um, word from uh, Blaster Master. I'm surprised you didn't play Blaster Master, Jeremy. That seems like a game that you would be into. Well, I mean, I like it. What I've played on the eShop so far. Yeah, it's like uh, it's it's like Dino, it's like Dino Warrior, sort of. It's a run and gun, but it's got some extra like adventure elements to it, and I think the being able to like get out of your tank is pretty cool, and then. It is. It's very Dino Wars esque in that regard because it yeah, changes. Yeah, Dino Wars. That's what I meant. I said Dino Warriors. Yeah, that, that was another. It's, uh, it's that was even another like cartoon. even as the little guy, there's two different things. There's like a zoomed in version that reminds me kind of of Star Tropics. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah. it's like yeah, it's weird because like when you yeah you get you get out of the car and then you're this little tiny character that walks around and you'll get killed really quickly if you try fighting anything like that. But you go into these caves and then once you get into like the doorway or the cave or whatever, it's a top-down view, and all of a sudden, yeah, yeah it's like Star Tropics. But your dude looks huge, and you can, like, um, with A and B, you can either, like, throw a bomb or uh, shoot. So it's, uh, and you can actually, you can power up your gun, too, which sucks yep. because every time you get hit, get hit, you lose power for the gun, so that's kind of like. But uh, what's uh, that Double one? sword. The one game, uh, the Cave Story kind of borrowed some of that because they had the same sort of thing where you power up your gun, and if you get hurt, you lose power to it or whatever. But yeah, no, it's it's an interesting game, and uh, I got I got Blaster. I mean, I got all the new Blaster Master games. I got the one that was on Wii, and I got the one that was on uh, Switch, like the one that was a release game, Blaster Master. That Zero. was a launch, wasn't it? That was a launch game, yeah, for Switch. I didn't get very far in it because I got got lost pretty quickly. But I wanted to kind of I wanted to try that game again. But um, yeah, Blaster Master is cool. Um, I was going to ask this in the first part of the show, but I didn't, Jeremy. But have you uh, have you done away with all of your eShop points yet on the Wii? No, I need to. Isn't that uh, isn't like the coming up soon? Isn't like the death toll? January thirty first. <laughs> yeah, the last time I have two weeks from today, mm-hmm. right now as of today, to uh, spend my points, and I don't know what to get. I was going to say, isn't the death toll coming on that soon? Anybody who's listening and wants to comment about something I should buy, you should. But I'm trying to stay away from anything in the emulation that isn't on another thing you know i want to get games that i can't get anywhere else yeah so i've already gotten like i've gotten like dynastic hero i've gotten there's a wonder boy game i got on there i've gotten some of those rare games mm. i didn't get that 
baby game. <laughs> bio bio Butaki? Yeah. Baby game. <laughs> I've the... thought about possibly getting the Castlevania one, the remake, or whatever it's called, Castlevania Origins. Rebirth. Or, what's it called? Castlevania Rebirth. Rebirth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you should I hear, get I hear that's pretty fun. It's good. I have it. I liked it. Um, it's a, yeah, Castlevania Rebirth, Contra Rebirth, both those are games that you're not going to be able to get anywhere else. They were like sequels that they made for WiiWare, WiiWare sequels. And I think they're both good, you know, if you want to, if you like. I mean, Contra, Contra Rebirth isn't as good as like Contra 4 on DS, but it's still good. Like, I liked it. I played through it. I played through uh, the Castlevania one, too. I had a lot of fun with it. But it's it's very much the old Castlevania. It's not like, a, you know, it's not like Metroidvania or whatever, as you would think. There's no leveling up. You know, it's it's more like uh, the blood Bloodstained, Curse of the yeah, Moon. Curse of the moon. Curse of the moon. Yeah. yeah. Which I almost put, I, I got really close to putting that in my top 10, too. I just, I never beat it. That game was a lot it was, of fun. It was, it was encroaching upon the top 10 mm. on my list as well. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, there's also that Excite Bite game, which is more of a novelty than anything, because I think it has, like, online features that aren't going to work anymore. But yeah, that, that game's, like, 15 bucks. It's, I mean, it's, gone down. yeah, I mean, it. well, not, nothing well, ever. I, I don't know if it's worth getting just because I won't be able to get it again or. I should buy other stuff. I have twenty five dollars left. Okay. Well, you could get so that's you like get right three probably like a lot and being a little. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Twenty five. That's a. Uh, you could get. You could maybe squeeze like three games out of that. I don't know. Yeah. There's. Um. I think those. Yeah. I think anything that's on WiiWare is definitely you should get because it probably won't come out again. I mean, you never know. Mm-hmm. But I got that. Um. Excite bike one just out of curiosity. I, I think I did it when we did our our Excite truck <laughs> episode. I just got it just to play it because I wanted to see what it was like, you know. And it's and yeah, I, I think, got that one. I don't really remember it, but I remember yeah. enjoying it. I think it's better than the original Excite Bike game, but that game's kind of I don't know. <laughs> it's a it's I feel like it's I feel like it's a yeah I, mean, I don't know I never really figured it out I guess, but it's it's kind of like that you know, and um, it depends on how much you like Excite Bike I guess. Well, it's I more it's more about yeah. 3ds. Maybe you are. Did you ever get? Yeah. Well, I mean, there wasn't an Excite bike for 3DS. I don't think. Wasn't there? No. I thought there was. No, I don't think so. No, okay. Not that I saw. Anyway, no, I got that. Unless one. it was yeah. the NES get, one. I think you can get Excite bike, but it's just through the eShop, like yeah, the original. It, yeah. So you might be able to get mm. the NES one, but but no, the actual th- the one that was the remake of the original one that was done by the guys who did Excite Truck that was on WiiWare. The guys who did Excite Truck, uh, okay, Excite yeah. Bots. But yeah, that game's cool. Um, did you ever get uh Did you ever get Moto Heroes? I know you really like that game. Did you get Did you get that on Wii or did you play that on somebody else's Wii, Jeremy? Me? Yeah, yeah, I own it. I that I played it on my Wii. It's one of the first games I downloaded on my. Okay, you saw Wii. Yeah. So I, I actually that I was just playing that maybe not last week, but it was within the past couple of weeks. I played it for a little while and remembered why I'm stuck. It's very linear, so it's just one level after another. So I'm stuck on this level and it's really hard and I can't beat it and that's why I haven't played it that much. It's a genuinely a fun game. For it's sure. a lot like uh, the Trials games. It's made by the same people that made the Trials games. So yeah, I think it's sort of like that, but more like cartoony and more like monster trucky instead of a bike. For sure. Yeah, I think there's supposed to be a new Trials game coming out for the Switch at some point. So those games are a lot of fun. Yeah. They're a lot of fun to play with friends too. Yeah. Like taking turns, seeing if you can set records and stuff in each of the modes. Yeah, anybody who's listening to this, uh, send us an email and tell Jeremy what he needs to get on uh, on the um, on the eShop or on the on the Wii Shop before it gets before it gets turned off. You know? Or it gets turned off forever. Yeah. Dun, 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 I'm thinking I'm going to hook up my Wii and sign on one last time. 
Yeah, you got your TV there. Do you still haven't hooked any of your old systems up to it? No, just the Switch. Mm. I would uh, I would be playing all of them, be hooking them up there. I've got yeah, I've got my Wii U hooked up in my living room now, and so I've been playing a lot more of that old stuff and checking out the eShop. Like I was in the eShop just the other day, the Wii the Wii one, just because I know I need to spend this money. But like I said, it's twenty five bucks, so it's simultaneously a lot. Like I can get whatever I want, at least one good thing. But mm. I also want to like be strategic about it and not have like extra money that I can't spend. Yeah, you want to, that's like, another thing. You gotta like find the perfect equation, right, to where it's <laughs> gonna come out to where there's nothing left. So it needs yeah. to equal twenty five hundred, and then I don't remember. I think they already taxed it, right? So I don't have to worry about tax. No, it'll be it'll be an even number. Because the tax already happened when I bought the points. Yeah, you pay tax on the points, so it'll be okay. It'll be like rounded out to the zero. You won't have like below a hundred, whatever. But uh, yeah, so you let's see. So you could get like two nine dollar games and a seven dollar game, I guess. But I don't know. There aren't that many that are, that are nine. I think all the Super Nintendo ones are seven, right? Or are those. Eight? So the nine dollar ones are the ones that are like the import only games on Sega or. Okay. Like where they charge like a premium, they charge like a dollar or two yeah, extra. Yeah. I could get like two sixty-four games, but like I said, I I don't want to get anything that's just an emulator mm. emulator game because a lot of that stuff showed up on the Wii U. Or sure. if it uh, if it's not, I might be able to find it elsewhere cheaply. I just want to get a hold of games that there's no other way to play them mm-hmm. than on the Wii. Well, how much are those? How much are the WiiWare ones? Those are ten, right? Those are ten each. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that would probably give you ten, and then you'd have five dollars for basically NES games. That's all you could get for that. But all those would be emulators. So it's like, yeah, it's it's a uh, troubling, I guess. <laughs> there's no like one dollar games, like no. I don't think there were. No, there's no one dollar games on there. There's no crap. Oh, I have a I have a one dollar game story that I could tell you guys. I'm yeah. very, I'm really embarrassed about it, but I could tell you about it. Um, so I turned on the Wii U, you know, I just hooked up the Wii U and I thought I'd jump on to the, to the Wii U shop, the Wii U eShop. Mm. And I wanted to see if like, I wanted to see if a uh, Super Mario Wii U was still the same price, you know, mm. just because the new deluxe one, or I was wondering if they'd taken it off like they did with Bayonetta, you know, they removed it from the eShop mm. and it's still $60. It's still on there. But I found this game called Call of Nightmare <laughs> and it's a, and it looked like a really bad, like horror shooter. And it was a dollar. It was ninety nine cents. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna buy this game just to see what it's like because I like really bad horror shooters. And I'm like, I'll have fun with it. It's like total garbage. Like it's not even a shooter. Of it's just it is. you just tap on the Wii U screen and kill guys. But I spent ninety nine cents on it. No big deal. But still, I felt kind of embarrassed that I got such a bad game. It's it's a horrible horrible game. And I have the, so many bad games on my 360. Like yeah. I went through that whole phase with the yeah. Xbox Live Arcade because yeah. Did they I throw think at the time? Well, the time I didn't there? have the Wii U. And Wii U didn't really do that that much. I mean, I guess eventually it sort of did, but um, on the Xbox Live Arcade, there was like several new $1 games every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There. So I download all these like Minecraft clones and yeah, <laughs> there I were, still probably yeah. spent less than 30 bucks on all these weird shitty games, but mm-hmm. still like but they're shitty, there's yeah. so many weird ones. I've got one that's like, I can't remember what it's called, but it looks like it's on, you're playing it on the Game Boy and it actually looks really cool how like They've scaled up the in high res the the dot matrix effect of the Game Boy screen. Hmm. So visually, it looks really cool, but it's a crappy game. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah, but I've know, got get... I've got at least three Minecraft clones. 
<laughs> before Minecraft came to the 360, that was another thing. Like, well, they did that. They did do that. It took for a the really Wii long U time too. for Minecraft yeah. to come to the 360. Yeah. Well, on the on the side of the Wii U, that did happen as well. Like, because it took a long time for it to come on there, and I do remember seeing a lot of clones, mm-hmm. like on the Wii U eShop. But actually, the way that I found Call of Nightmare is that I looked. I was like looking on the Wii U eShop, and I clicked on newest. Like, I clicked on newest software, and I found it in there. So people are still putting stuff on the Wii U eShop. Even way when did out. it come out? I don't know. I don't even want to look. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it came out like this year or the end of last year. Like it felt pretty new. I mean, the game didn't feel new because it was crap. But but I feel like I, it looked like it was not that it wasn't like really old, you know? Because I figured that I because I had read stuff for the show like that had been that had been released on there and and I was like, well, it'll probably be the same games that I saw before. But no, there was some stuff on there I didn't know about, and I went for that one and I shouldn't have, but. 99 cents, you know, it's not really, it didn't break the bank, but still I felt dumb for getting it. But yeah, uh, hopefully, yeah, you got, you got a couple of weeks to figure that out. So hopefully you gotta, gotta crunch it. Maybe I'll Two jump weeks. on the Wii and look and see what I think, see what I have on there and ask you if you have it or whatever. But, uh, I think one of the big news things that happened, I don't know if you guys saw this, but all of the, the Final Fantasy games have release dates now for Did the they? Switch. Yeah. I know John doesn't care about that, but, uh, Jeremy, them, but no, Jeremy and I do. Are you sure all of them have a release date? They didn't re- do a release date for uh, one of them. I think it was just for two of them. It was for 12 and... Oh, it's just for 12 and 10. Well, a, yeah, a couple of them have, think... have release dates, regardless. So that I means well, some of them do. Yeah, it's, so so it's for, uh, what, April the 30th for both, right? Or no, one's on the 16th, one on, one's on the 30th. But still, are you um are you planning on getting those again, Jeremy? Or well, you haven't gotten well. You got Final Fantasy Ten, right? Didn't you get that? I have ten on Steam. Yeah, okay. I have nine on PlayStation Four, and I have seven on Steam as well. Yeah, okay. Are I you, already have all of them, and I don't know if I really care that much to have them. Horrible. Well, I thought you might get twelve because you don't have that. I have that on PlayStation Two. Oh, you do. You have twelve. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You bought it. I forgot that you uh-huh. bought that when you got the PlayStation Two. I've got all of them, really, except for well, I guess I don't have. I have three on the DS. I don't have two. Wait, I have two somewhere on a Game Boy Advance cart. So yeah, one and two on a Game Boy Advance cart. Plus, I've got one on physically, and then elsewhere, and then two is on the Game Boy threes. DS. So I don't think I have four. Or five, but I have all the other ones somewhere. Oh, okay. I don't have 13 either. Well, you're probably better off not getting 13. Yeah, I don't have 13. In any of the three of them? <laughs> but I have 15. So, yeah. Um, yes, PlayStation 4. Yeah, so I guess it's only uh, 10 and 12. I thought the other ones got dates too, but I guess not. But I don't know. I might... I mean, they're like $50 each, though. That's kind of a bit... I mean, I did pay $50 for Vesperia, but I'm more interested in that than I am like any of the later Final Fantasy games. Just because I kind of know what I'm getting from Tales of Vesperia, where Final Fantasy, you know, you never really know. It's. I, I mean, I'm I've been, excited there I've on been, the Switch. I've been burned by a lot of those. But it's like, do I get... I'll probably get 9 again, I guess, if it's cheap enough. If it's like $10, Nine's great. I might get 9, because I never played through that. But I don't know if I'll get 7 again. Nine's a great game. It's it harkens back to six a lot. It's not quite as like um, I would I say. Doesn't it? Doesn't it harken more back to like three or five? Because doesn't it have a lot of like the original job classes and all that? And they look like uh, 
They look like they did, like with the weird hat and all that for the main. I guess so. I yeah. mean, I, I guess I, I guess so. I guess I like played one with the job systems, but no, to me it felt a lot like six. That's why I liked it so much because oh, okay. I had never really played through the ones with the job systems. Sure. I own a lot of Final Fantasy games. I've not played mm-hmm. very many of them all the way through. In fact, I've only beaten six. Five, I've only beaten four and six. So yeah, I do have four, which I've, is Final Fantasy two here. Well, actually, I've only beaten I've only beaten like six and seven. So I'm in the same boat as you as far as Final Fantasy games go. I mean, I not, you beat the first one, Final Fantasy one on NES. Yeah. No, I beat um yeah. I beat the one the one that you like that no one else likes. Uh, the Super Nintendo game. Oh, What's Mystic Quest. I, I beat Mystic Quest. Yeah, I beat yeah, Mi- me too. I beat Mystic Quest, Final Fantasy six, and Final Fantasy seven. On uh, Final Fantasy four, I played all the way to the to the final guy on the DS remake, and that shit sucks. And I could not beat it. I got stuck on the final boss. So, which which sucks because you know that game is like way harder than any other version of Final Fantasy four. The the DS I one is it. yeah because they read well because the Super Nintendo one was incredibly easy. So they redid it, and I got really far. I got really far into five, but I don't. Th- I don't think I ever beat five. I think five is really good. Like that's one I one I really want to play again. I want to get the Game Boy version of it, but it's not cheap. The Game Boy Advance version. But uh, if you're looking for stuff to get, John, there's mm-hmm. like 20 games coming out tomorrow. On 20 the games, eh? They've gotten back. They've gone back to. Actually, I think it's more than 20. They've gone back to releasing a million things on Thursday. Like they used to. I'm not going to read through all of them, but there is one cool thing that I think is uh, that I might end up getting. Uh, that- do, you, do you guys come remember Gunman Clive for 3ds? Yeah. The you I can don't. you can get a Gunman Clive HD collection, which is Gunman Clive one and two for four dollars. It comes out tomorrow. Four dollars? Yeah, it's like a hand drawn uh, 2D shoot 'em up type game. It's kind of hard to explain. But yeah, you get two games and it's only three ninety nine. I thought that was pretty rad, and that comes out tomorrow or Thursday. You know, if you're listening to this on the podcast, it's it's a uh, it's on th- it's Thursday. It came out yesterday, but uh, yeah, that's on there. Travis Strikes Again comes out on Friday. I played. I saw a- that was forty bucks. Uh, Travis. Yeah. Yeah. No, that one's thirty. Gunman Clive is four. Oh, I, I was just at GameStop and I saw. Thirty nine ninety nine. Well, Travis. Well, they probably do that for the physical version. Yeah, I'm talking about where I'm talking about the future here, man. The digital purchases. It's twenty. Gotcha. It's twenty nine ninety nine. I know it's twenty nine ninety nine because I just bought it earlier today. So maybe I misread I, the sign. So I know how much it costs. No, it's a uh, yeah. Travis Travis strikes again. Comes out on Friday. I didn't make it all the way through No More Heroes two, but I think I got far enough. I don't think I'm going to play any more of it. But I was streaming that that. Uh, no more heroes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sphinx is on here now. Is on is on the eShop now. The Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy, which we talked about. Oh, it's actually like up for download. Yeah. Well, it's it's not. You can't preload it, but it's on there now. Twenty nine ninety nine comes out the twenty ninth. I don't know if I'm gonna go full thirty on that, but I'm really interested in it. But yeah, they updated some stuff in there. Uh, the um, there's like a deluxe version of the No More Heroes that is forty. I said that last week. Yeah, there's there's a deluxe version that comes with some extra shit. I was originally gonna do that, but I was like, I don't know what's. I'm like, I don't know what's on this game. I'm just gonna get it regular. <laughs> I mean, I may I may end up hating it, you know, and then I and then I don't want to buy the season pass for it. It's not like Smash Brothers, you know, where I'll just automatically buy the season pass for that because you know because it's Smash Brothers. It's just extra characters. Right. There's no way I'm not gonna like them. But yeah, 
that's happening. Um, apparently, uh, Tales of Vesperia had a really good, re- really good launch um, on Switch. They, they said it did better than uh, than most of the other most of the other stuff. Had a, had the sales strongest on the Switch. On the Switch for, wow. for Vesperia, yeah. And also, um, there was a big thing. There's a big thing about um, Dead Cells that I saw. Uh, yeah, Dead Cells sold over a hundred thousand copies on the Switch. So they're actually going to give us some free DLC for the for the first hey. quarter of 2019, wow. which is pretty awesome. How much that game? Twenty bucks. Uh, I think it's twenty five, but it's good. It was on my top ten. Like it's definitely a good game. It's difficult, but I really like the way the game works. Like I was really really into it. I definitely recommend it. I don't know if that's that's probably above your price, but it's it's not. I mean, it's not like the messenger. It's completely different. Like there's no real story to it. It's more about like. Well, I mentioned I talked about it on the show in the top ten. Go go back and listen to that, people who are listening to this. If you want to, if you want to hear that, but yeah, no, it's cool that they're adding some some uh, DLC stuff. I'm wondering what it is, but but yeah, they said uh, it's been selling out the PS4 release of it by a factor of four to one. So wow, it's pretty dope. They made a lot of money. Yeah, so it's I mean it's cool. I like I like that stuff is doing well on the Switch. You know that means more releases and all that. And also I saw uh, this is kind of random, but. Apparently, Metal, Son- Metal Sonic, Zavik, and Dr. Eggman will all be in Team Sonic Racing. It's weird to see news about that, that people still care about that fucking game. Who's Zanuck? I don't know who Zanuck is. Zanuck is some big beast thing. This guy here with the, with the horns. You can see him. That guy. He calms Zanuck. you down if you're having anxiety. <laughs> I, did, I did find it really funny. I ran into the Chaotix on, uh, on World of Light. You know, the Chaotix from Sonic. I thought that was funny. There was a couple games like that, like uh, with Knuckles and the Chaotix and some other. You know who I'm talking about, right? They're like weird, yeah. extra characters. They're, they're like newer Sonic characters, kind of in the realm of like Sonic shitty friends, you know? Right. Like not quite Big the Cat, but almost there. Like alligator. Like yeah, yeah. One of them was things. an alligator, I think. Yeah. Chaotix. Yeah. That's yeah. What that was I, found, I found Big the Cat. Big the Cat's Big in the there cat. too? Yeah. Big the Cat is a spirit. Yeah, Big he's, the Cat um, has to be a spirit. He's, he's a purple incineroar. Mm-hmm. I like that some of the spirits you find are like are me's dressed up like them because they have outfits in the game. Like I thought that was really cool. So it actually oh, yeah. feels like you're fighting as them. But I think uh, I think that's all I really had down for news. Well, so what about Is there anything uh, else you guys got? I don't like talking about the data mining stuff a lot, so we don't have to get too much into details. But are you talking supposedly, about the... supposedly? Yeah, somebody found uh, information leading it leading them to believe that. NES or SNES games are coming to. Oh, okay. This online. this is a different thing. I haven't heard about this yet. Yeah, I heard about this. Okay, so they they found data. So they found like data in the Switch system, or where? What are they mining? In the in the NES Online app. Mm-hmm. Oh, Whatever okay. the newest uh, uh, the newest version of it was. Oh, yeah. what did... it lists twenty games, twenty two games, something like that. Yeah. Yep. Oh, weird. I mean, that's a good thing if that's actually in there, but. I mean, they also, data miners also supposedly, they found, like, they found secret characters for Smash Brothers, and you could tell, like, what their weight is and their height and how they would be able to jump and all that. And they still think that it's, like, the hero from Dragon Quest, which I really don't see that being a character, but who knows. One weird thing that's, the one weird thing that they're listing on this article I'm looking at, which is on Nintendo Life, um, Star Fox 2, which would kind of like be a kick to the groin for anybody that was freaking out about oh, getting yeah, yeah. Star Fox 2 through the SNES Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Something about the, the fact that Star Fox 2 is on there leads me to believe that it might not be real. Yeah. Kind of like Yoshi's Flippy Dippy or whatever. Like, <laughs> But Yoshi's then again, 
But then again, who knows? Because the SNES Classic's readily available now. It's not. It is. Maybe they're fine with uh, go ahead and put Star Fox 2 in an emulator version. Yeah. Especially also. Well, they didn't just announce that the you know SNES Classic isn't going to be made anymore. So yeah, maybe since they're done with it, they don't care, and they'll just put it on yeah. there. I mean, they've. I mean, Nintendo's. It's not like they haven't done anything like that before. You know, wouldn't wouldn't put it past them to be like, uh, you know, now that you sold all this other stuff that we wanted, we're going to throw it on this other thing too for free. I don't know. I'm still not really convinced on the on SNES stuff for the Nintendo Switch Online. I mean, I'd love to see it, but I don't. I don't know. I feel like they're just going to kind of milk the fuck out of the NES and as for as long as they can, you know? I mean, they already sold you guys those beautiful controllers. They might as well keep going, sure. right? <laughs> I mean, you bought those NES controllers. I don't know. Which I use. Nintendo, I will buy the Super Nintendo controllers. I will buy them. Yeah. I mean, if they came out yeah. with Super Nintendo controllers, not that I don't already have, like, three from 8-Bit Doe, I might buy another one. I mean, what, would you buy one, Jeremy, even though you made an yes. actual Super Nintendo controller into one? Yes. Because <laughs> these are way cooler than I thought they were even going to be. Yeah. It would be really hard to slide them on the side, though, because they got that dog bone-ish uh, shape. Yeah. Kind of it would look too. way funnier. Yeah. Well, and you got the, like, L and R, you know, you got to kind of, I don't know. You'd have to, like, maybe put the rail, like, higher than that or something and then slide. I don't know. It'd be strange. Or maybe you could slide it. Oh, that'd make it even weirder. I was going to say, you could, like, put it on the back of the controller uh-huh. and then slide it on there. too. But or then have, it would, like, like a cord coming out then of there's it with a, the rail on it. <laughs> but then there's the and possibility. Like, off, like, doggy ears. Oh, that'd be terrible, too. I was going to say, that'd be the possibility of it, like, breaking. Like, it could easily, like, snap off the side. You know? mm-hmm. But whatever. I don't but know. But, yeah, we, do, we should talk about the uh, the game that they got on the Famicom. Yeah, we, we never – we didn't talk about that game, did we? Sorry, I just kind of – it's we, cool. We've been so, sort of we've been sort of off the rails here, so I've just been kind of like jumping from one thing to another. Speaking of the rails on the switch, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's we, talk uh, about that game. So the way I ended up finding this title because I saw the game uh, was Jeremy Parrish, which we've mentioned before on the show. You know, uh, Retronauts host. He does a series on friend of the show. Currently the doing show. a series, yeah, friend of the show. Well, he's we currently him. making uh, <laughs> yeah. working on a series about the Virtual Boy, mm-hmm. and uh, he did. I think it was today, either today or yesterday. Tellero Boxer, right? Video about Tellero Boxer. Yeah. And within that, he mentioned this game that I had just seen earlier in the day on, um, on the Japanese eShop. So it's called Joy Mech Fight. Joy Mech Fight is Japanese, what it's called. Joy Mecha Fight. Wow. But uh, it was released in 1993. It was a really late release. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. That's that's way late. And uh, it was made by basically it was made by two guys that were at like a video game. It was a programming seminar that Nintendo hosted. There were these two developers there or two programmers rather. And they made the whole game while they were at the seminar. And then Nintendo released it once they hired the two people. So mm-hmm. oh. it kind of it kind of feels like an indie game before being an indie game for that. And I think maybe that's <laughs> why. <laughs> well, because well, it doesn't seem like it's a very well fleshed out game. Um Yes. Yeah, sure, it's a Nintendo game, but I don't know. It feels kind of thrown together, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels really weird. Like I played it, I played it for a little bit last night just out of pure curiosity. But it's almost like Rayman before Rayman. You know, like the characters uh-huh. like don't have arms. Like they're just like they just have hands that are floating, and they like stretch out and hit each other. And and yeah, and there's a weird there's a weird like round uh, oval type character that's actually he's like a bunch of ovals stacked on each other, and he's in Smash Brothers as as a as an assist trophy, 
which looks really weird. But yeah, it's a uh, and it's like it's 2D, you know, you're like you're on like a flat plane. There's like a I only played like one level, but there's like a wall behind you and you like go back and forth and you just kind of stretch and punch each other. Yeah. And you have a you have like three lives as well. Like when you die, like there's a heart that like will give your life back like on the next round or whatever. So. Yeah, I thought it was like best two out of three, like a lot of fighting games, but you actually have to win three rounds to, yeah. to finish it. And it seems like the computer player gets really hard on the third round. Like they like are <laughs> at, a, at a, a rage version like you might have seen in the Mario Galaxy games and some other games where like when the boss is about to die, they get stronger. Oh, for yeah, a yeah. While the, the final the final form where they just yeah, uh, yeah, they yeah. get crazy. Well, I mean, a lot of RPGs do that too. Like in the very mm-hmm. last round, it's going to turn into something else and start doing these moves that take all your life away. That actually sort of spoilers, but that happened to me on Onimusha. The last guy hit me with a thing that took all my life away. Oh, <laughs> I did final form. Just and it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it made me mad. But what were you going to say, John? I was going to say, if it's like you're stretching and fighting and stuff, is it like arms at all? <laughs> I mean, I could see that. Being uh, a, a, I mean, to that. you could say that it's a really, really primitive version of ARMS, I guess. It's a <laughs> minus like all the cool it's things like, of ARMS. It's almost like, what was that called? Vector Man? It reminds me a little yeah, bit of that. Yeah, yeah, his, yeah, Vector Man's arms like weren't attached either. I always thought Vector Man was like an answer to Donkey Kong Country from Sega. I don't think it really was. It totally but, was. But it yeah. felt like it was at the time to me because I had not seen it before. But I think they were developed at like the same time, you know. I don't know. Yeah, but I think it was kind of a response to to Donkey Kong because I remember feeling that at the same time. It was like, oh, this is Sega showing off their their graphics or whatever. Well, they're fully yeah, they're fully rendered graphics. Yeah, I don't know, but who knows? It might have been it might have been in development before Donkey Kong was even a thing before they'd even heard about it. You know, those games take a long time. I don't know. Are you still are you still playing that Sega collection, John? Uh, I didn't really dive into it too much more. Uh, I messed around with it a little bit this week, but. Um... Yeah, I haven't like picked a game and just decided, oh, I'm going to play this game and beat it or anything like oh, that. Okay. But I'm getting on a plane tomorrow, and I think that's going to be one of the games that I oh. uh, dive into. Where are you flying to tomorrow? I'm going to Michigan for uh, the premiere of the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got to be on Spin. Oh, you'll be – well, right. <laughs> Spin Gooley isn't in Michigan. But yeah, <laughs> so you're going to the premiere of it in Michigan. In Michigan, yeah. yeah I'm going to be oh, okay, hosting one of, one of the – uh, shows in Michigan. So you, so you guys are like, you guys are getting sent out to different parts of the world to represent that area or whatever. Yep. Do you want me to go to the Chicago one and I'll just be like, I worked on uh, their other movie that they did after this, so I'm you close should. enough to talk about it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> go to the Chicago one and be like, I represent the film because I know the people that worked on it. What's up? <laughs> ask, ask me anything. I don't know anything about the movie, but you know, ask me whatever you want. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you things. Tell you things about Nintendo. Whatever. We'll talk about it. It'll be fun. Yeah, is there is there anything else in there that I forgot aside from that weird ass game that uh, on the NES on the NES shop or the NES game that you can play? It's worth it's worth checking out just to see how weird it is. On another uh, another podcast I was listening to, they said that it was kind of like Smash Brothers. It's not like Smash Brothers at all. It doesn't feel like that. Like you're not trying to knock the person off the level and all. If that anything, shit. like, like it reminds me of the the fighting mode in the original do- Double Dragon. As far as like yeah. you're just like running at each other and the other person's like running except, away. And... Except that game's better. <laughs> I think the fighting. Mode well, I mean, Double it's, it's better. definitely better. But yeah, that's what it reminds me of more than anything because it's it's a fighting game on the NES and it just never feels right. And any fighting game, Turtle Turtle Fighters, Tournament Fighters, that didn't feel yeah. right. Like yeah. there's no, I haven't played a fighting game on the NES that's like. That feels nice. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah, they just yeah. I don't think this is uh, no exception. This is bad. Yeah. I mean, we played we played a good amount of the Double Dragon fighter game, fighter fighting mode on there, but I had never played like I hadn't played Street Fighter or anything like that before that, so I had nothing to compare it to. You know, I know you can get like newer hacks and stuff where people put like Mortal Kombat on there and Street Fighter and stuff like that, but but as natural NES games, I don't think there was really any any fighting games that were just just felt right at the time. There was Karate Champ. Yeah, there was. That's not really a fighting game, though. I don't think. But this was actually a product of R and D one, and it was um the first. I'm just looking at the Wikipedia page here. <laughs> it was a first uh, first party Nintendo fighting game since Urban Champion. Oh yeah, Urban Champion's a fighting game. <laughs> yeah. The I mean I did I said I did buy the um you know I did I did buy the actual uh, arcade version of Urban Champion, and I thought it was okay. You know, I mean, it was better than any other version I'd played. It wasn't great, but, you know, I had, it was money I already had on the Japanese eShop, so I didn't mind spending it, but it was on there. Anyway, I think, uh, I think we ran out of news for this week, right? Did you have anything else? Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I can think we're out of news. Kind of a shorter episode this week, but that's fine. You know, our last two episodes have been like megatons, so I don't mind, I don't mind doing a little bit less. But next week, we're going to have, uh, we're going to have a guest from Gaming Outsider, which is another podcast, which is pretty rad. I listened to their top 10 of last year. So we will have a guest from them after that. And then the week after that will be me after the Smash Brothers party. So I'll try not to drink as much this time. So that'll be, <laughs> so that'll be its own experience. I might try to get somebody from the party to come to, to come over and be on the show. I don't know, but uh, you know, thanks for listening to us. This has been episode 154. You can find us on the internet under most uh, podcast services. Uh, under Nintendo Main Podcast. You can find us at NintendoMainPodcast.com. Actually, this is a cool news thing. I actually wanted to tell you guys, but I totally forgot about it. Uh, we got enough subscribers on YouTube that we could, that I could make our custom domain. So now, our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash NintendoMainPodcast. All oh, right. Cool. It's not, not it's not Fingmater anymore. Now it's Nintendo Main Podcast. Oh, I got, no, Fingmater died. Because I got to the point where I could change it. So now, if you want to find our YouTube videos, which, and if you want to check out that, uh, that Stardew Valley game, which is which broke a thousand, by the way, we can, we have like one point five thousand on oh, that really? on that video. Cool. I still get a lot of comments on it, but uh, yeah, if you want to watch our Stardew co-op video that we did, which apparently people are still watching, you can see it on there. I also put up like two hours of Tales of Vesperia if you, if you want to see the way that that works. I put that on there. I try to put like the first couple hours of whatever games I'm playing, but unfortunately, when I was playing. Uh, when I was playing um, Onimusha, my streaming my streaming program freaked out, and I lost like part of the first however many hours, so I wasn't able to put that up yet. But but you can find stuff like that on YouTube, youtube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast, which is cool. I have to teach myself to not say Fing Mater now. But yeah, <laughs> yeah we have that, uh, twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Uh, we're on there uh, uh, Tuesday. I'm, I'm there Tuesday, 2 a.m. That's Tuesday night, so technically Wednesday, but you know what I mean. And Friday night, 2 a.m., we've been doing stuff, so... So check that out, and of course uh, check our Twitters, uh, Nintendo underscore Domain and JMaxStack. I put all my stuff up for uh, Twitch on there, so if you're following me, you can find when I'm streaming or whatever. But we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry McCowski. John Linder. And one more time, go see my movie Canal Street. Yeah, go to CanalStreetMovie.com. Canal go now. Go. I mean, wait till we yeah. say goodbye, but then go. You know. I mean, I know you got like we got like two seconds, but then then go after that. You know. I mean, it's yeah. probably not playing yet, but go when it's playing. Go buy your tickets. Get that ticket. It's care. opening this weekend. Yeah. It'll, it'll yeah. be it'll be playing when the podcast airs. Yeah, so it's, it's gonna... Friday the eighteenth. It's opening. Yeah, seventy three theaters across the country. Yeah, uh, check it out. It's going to play against glass, so it's it's going to be hard to to not you know to not see Canal Street over over glass. But 
you know, you need to do that. But yeah, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it'll be around. You can, uh, there's a, I'll put the website on the podcast. You can find it yourself. But yeah, thanks for listening to us and uh, we'll see you next week. See you. Video power. Video power, yeah, that's right, word. I've got the ability to make you win. You want the edge? I'll push the power surge. Let her rip.